we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Hello, and welcome to episode number 44 of the Oral Fix Podcast. I'm Henry, your host, and this is R2-D2 in the background. I wish he was my (laughs) co-host, but it's not him. Thank you for those who are listening for the first time. Thank you for those who have been listening forever. Those of you who have just come back, yes, Henry Diaz, I am hosting the Oral Fix. It is the middle of the spring, and I, last episode, I wish everyone a happy birthday to all those Tauruses uh, who are celebrating birthdays this month and as of the uh, beginning of the spring last month. Um, and I would like to throw out a special shout out to... Uh, those who have been listening to us for a consistent basis this week. Uh, first and foremost, the United States, the USA. Hello. Thank you very much. Uh, people out in the United Kingdom. Hello. Cheers. How about, I think this is, well, every now and then you guys, for some reason, listen to us and are consistently on the blog. Listen to me, rather. Um Saudi Arabia, Marhaba, (laughs) Uh, Canada, Bonjour, Germany, Guten Tag, Indonesia, Hello, which, by the way, Indonesia, I thought maybe there would have been something more exotic than Hello, Hello, (laughs) but Hello, Uh, Brazil, Hola, (laughs) Italia, Buongiorno, or Ciao. Uh, we have Mexico again, um, Buenos Dias, and India, Namaste, Namaste, Om Shirivarya. Okay, well, what's been going on, Oral Fix Podcast listeners? <laughs> well, for me, this week has been pretty interesting. Every month uh, that I celebrate my birthday, I kind of get a little anxious and nervous. They say that. Uh, your birthday month or your birthday day is a culmination of the year and usually not everything goes really well and right on that day of your birthday <laughs> or as some other people in my little circles of metaphysical people uh, and beings who are minded that way um, we tend to say our rebirth day because you're not really giving you know you're not birthing yourself you're 
it's a rebirth. You know, you're celebrating the day of your birth. And if you're celebrating, you're, you know, you're kind of actually rebirthing yourself. And well, when it boils down to astrology and spiritual metaphysical focus uh, on your birthday, essentially, you know, you are rebirthing, you're, you're regenerating every Every seven years, they say that you're you're going through a metamorphosis, a metamorphosis and um, your you know your skin kind of regenerates everything, and your body regenerates. So you know it's it's a cycle, and they also say that you know as I stated earlier, uh, um, is that this is a culmination of the day of your birth. So everything that's happened to you throughout the year prior to your last birthday or rebirthday um, is culminated on this new rebirthday. And usually not everything, everything goes right. And, or if you have been working very hard, uh, you know, on yourself and, and, and have been working hard on other aspects of your life, then you should be culminating and reaping the rewards of it. And I sort of reap the rewards this year, this rebirthday wasn't as bad as the last one in the last year i had i mean the year before i had like a really 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 bad year in terms of finances in terms of things just going wrong and relationships and people just trying to do me wrong and you know it was just ugly and i cut away those people i cut away those things i dealt with things responsibly and this year, you know, I, I've bared the fruits of it. You know, I really didn't have that many headaches. You know, there were some snafus here and there, which were to be expected because some things were just an ongoing process and they still are. But, you know, I really had a good birthday. And thank you, anyone out there who's been or who's actually been listening. And I know you have. And because you wish me a happy birthday, thank you. And thank you for all those listeners who are thinking of thinking of ha- of giving me, of wishing me a, a happy birthday. <laughs> and if you want to make a happy birthday contribution, go ahead uh, on the podcast, www, the podcast blog, www.oralfixpodcast.com. And Oral Fix can be listened to on a weekly basis on iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher Radio, which is Stitcher.com, and on Facebook. You can also listen to all the archives and past shows on the website itself, www.oralfixpodcast.com. That's www.oralfixpodcast.com. And, uh, and a couple other places that, if I skipped, you can find them there on the blog. So, yes, there's a donate button there if you want to give a happy birthday contribution if you're feeling that kind of generous go right ahead <laughs> i take donations um what else has been going on with my this week has been um my mother came down to visit with my sister and they just left earlier today sunday and what's been going on they you know i love mothers mothers i forgot to give my mother her mother's day present that i was holding for her um and I figured I would give it to her before she le- she left, but um, she left in a hurry, and 
to tell you the truth, I was kind of upset with her when she left, and I shouldn't have been. I, I feel bad now, but you know, she kind of pushed me over the edge as she usually does <laughs> with her motherly being, being, or just her herself. I don't know about you guys, but me and my mother, we tend to like bump butt heads a lot, as I probably mentioned in the podcast in earlier podcasts. Um, I love my mother, you know, she still thinks that, you know, being gay is a phase or a disease and is a sickness of some sort, you know, but she doesn't talk about it. She gives me all the loves that she wants and she can give and she could bear. And, um, you know, something interesting happened, you know, before I get to the juicy details of my argument with my mom, um, you know, she did something, you know, now, and now and then she does something supportive, you know, she knows that I dress up in drag. Uh, especially for the Renaissance Fair um, when I do it. And, you know, this year she she gave me lipstick and eyeshadow. <laughs> some really, some really really cool lipstick and eyeshadow. And she left it on the top of my TV. Um, and I said, Mom, is this for me? And she says, yes. She says, I figured, you know, La Chamaca, which is the name of my character, um, you know, my drag, my drag name, um... And she says, I, I figured, you know, she could use it. And I was like, wow, really? And she was like, yeah, you know, some shimmer. She got me like some silver lipstick and silver metallic blue eyeshadow and with purple in it and stuff. I, it was really interesting. My mom surprised me. But then later on, she surprised me again. You know, she, I don't know about, I don't know what it is about mothers and not letting go of the umbilical cord. But, uh, you know, every time she comes here, she she wants to fix, she wants to clean, she wants to do my laundry, she wants to, do, you know, like if I was a kid and I, you know, I'm 39 years old this year and she's still doing all of that and she went through all my stuff and she even went through my memorabilia like, you know, private stuff and she, she like crumpled things and put them in the garbage and I'm like, and I had it, you know, and like I, she pushed me over the edge and, you know, I, I, I didn't yell at her, but I was very angry with her and I and I gave her a few words and that I shouldn't have, but I think it was necessary for her to understand. And you know, she she thought that all my memorabilia stuff was junk and and I told her she does she owed me an apology and I especially for all those times when I was little when she just shipped my stuff out to her you know, her nieces and nephews, like my stormtrooper doll and all this other stuff, uh, t-shirts, favorite t-shirts of mine, Keith Haring t-shirts. She would just mail them out to the nieces and nephews who she thought were less unfortunate. Well, anyway, um, I just felt bad that I just had an argument with her and she left without her Mother's Day present. Next week is Mother's Day and I was her present being the firstborn. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's probably why she has a hard time cutting away the core, the umbilical cord. Uh, cutting away the umbilical cord. <laughs> so what else has been going on? Um, thank you again for listening to the podcast because a lot of you guys listened to it last week, obviously, and went to the uncut versus cut poll uh on the blog <laughs> it's number one now on the weekly <laughs> weekly posts of the week um wow okay <laughs> and a lot of you guys and more of you guys actually filled it out so and now it seems more of you guys prefer uncut and actually it's almost a tie between uncut and you really don't care uncut or 
uh, versus cut. So, well, hey, if you new listeners, you want to go ahead and fill that out, keep going. I, I'm I'm pretty proud that you guys love foreskin as much as I do. <laughs> yes. Um, my birthday presents were pretty awesome. Um, one, my mother finally, um, you know, made some breakthroughs, which I mentioned. To um, some guy that started following the podcast that I kind of met on Big Muscle Bears, uh, started Facebooking me and stuff and poking me and stuff. And I don't know. I think he's pretty hot, but he's very quiet. So really quiet guys, you know, who just want me to lead the conversation. Really, you know, you you guys really, I, I mean, that makes me throw up to be honest i i think i'm i feel like i'm dealing with a little kid and i you know as many of you know i'm the eldest of six and i i'm tired of raising kids so um i think you you're hot mr moega i love your last name moega it just rolls off of my tongue and makes me think of sexy things um (laughs) But um, I think you should start opening up and talking some more if you're listening. Um, All right. So I'm going (laughs) to move on to the next topic of my weekly review. RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, my God. Go Sharon Needles. Oops. Spoiler. Yeah. For those who who haven't watched it yet, um, I did this whole entire post and review of the reunion which also was a combination of the winner of season four's rupaul's drag race and you know you know at the end of it all i i was hoping wishing it was going to be sharon needles because she's the underdog and she's you know she's worth it she's a lot she has all these catchy phrases she's more well put together she's fresh she's contemporary uh chad michaels i you know i would like to see her win but you know, she. I, I agree with the judges. She she won't break out of that old thing. You know, she won't do anything new, and she tried to refresh herself up, and it just didn't work. You know, you, you could see it in her silhouette on stage um, in this last episode, and I. You know, her first outfit. She it was this gold, beautiful outfit with blonde hair, and then she switched it up to something a little creepy and nasty that her husband did i mean it was a nice dress but her hair was awful and i really didn't like the makeup and fifi fifi looked better than chad i'm sorry (laughs) and fifi made me cry again (laughs) in this episode uh fifi if you're listening you know for all the you know shadiness that you are and have and probably don't have anymore you know, you're one tough bitch, and I, I'm really sorry that you had to go through a lot of the hardships that you did, but um, I hope you're turning an, over a new leaf, and I'm so happy that Jiggy, Jiggly Caliente had a chance to watch the previous episodes where you, like, did her wrong, and she just gave it right back to you. Yeah, bitch, you ruined that relationship, and maybe you can heal it. Maybe, you know, there's some there's some chance for salvation there, and... um. It was a really good episode of, you know, of and reunion of RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I was really surprised to see that, you know, there, there was mothers there. Um, even Fifi O'Hara's mother was there. She was really cute. Um, Chad Michael's uh, husband was there. 
I, I was surprised to see Sharon Needle's mother there with Alaska, her boyfriend. That was pretty awesome. I, you know, I thought since Sharon Needles came from a background where she was, you know, abused in high school that maybe her parents really didn't give a shit about her, but obviously not. I was proven wrong. She's a very beautiful woman. And we, you know, I see now, you know, where Sharon Needles uh, gets, you know, a lot of her um, beauty from. Well, another highlight, you know, Latrice Royale, she got Miss Congeniality Award from the fans. And that was really nice and heartwarming. And she got a standing ovation from everyone, everyone in the crowd. That was awesome. Very heartwarming and tear jerking. Another tear was dropped from me there. Um, Sean Morales was all to die for and the camera kept on zooming on him. I guess he's like the new upcoming pit crew guy. I don't know, but... I, I kept. I wish they kept the camera on him all night long. <laughs> I, I, he was even more hot when he was bringing out um, Willem. Willem and uh, was brought out by the pit crew uh, by Sean Morales and the other guy. Which I'm sorry. Which I think he's hot also. But I'm sorry for Sean Morales. Sean Morales is my my guy because you know I like the fur and the dark hair also. Um, he was wearing these Andrew Christian. Um, underwears would look well both of them did but sean looked really hot on them and um and then after the whole video came out um willem put out a video uh love you like a big schlong (laughs) that was pretty hot and and featuring sean well it wasn't featuring but he was all over the video sean morales and a, a lot of hot guys maybe one or two from andrew christian's um underwear video so that was really hot also and it was it was a funny video i wish there was a little more to it willem can be a little dry sometimes but he looked hot as well but um sean morales he took over uh that day for me i mean i was like sean morales everywhere i even like found him on tumblr and added him on tumblr (laughs) sean morales if you're listening you are one hot motherfucker. Um, no, and his boyfriend is really hot also. He has a Tumblr that he shares with his boyfriend. So he updates like his life with his boyfriend, who's really hot, who's a dirty blonde. And you know how I feel about dirty blondes, listeners. You know how I feel about them. And this, and you know, him and his boyfriend are, one, are a hot couple. And uh, also they do, you know, they have their own like entertainment company. Well, Sean Morales does. And I think both his husband also, well, I don't know if he's his husband, but his boyfriend helps him out. Um, What else happened? Uh, Carmen Carrera, um, her agent sent me this whole publicity thing about um, her starring in this uh, new ABC movie. Um, And she's coming out as a transgender there. But this is the tea everyone carmen carrera if you go on her facebook she's been you can see like from the last year or so that she's been transitioning into a woman so yeah um transsexual now so uh (laughs) yes this is transsexual territory carmen carrera is beautiful to begin with and was you know it was beautiful as a man um, but now, you know, it looks like she's been going through undergoing hormone therapy and, you know, she's she's been looking more and more fishy and woman-like um, for the last several months. And I think this, that might be one of the reasons why we 
um, couldn't get her on the podcast, and we're still working with her. Well, I'm still working with the the agent and getting her on, but uh, I guess this movie has been taking a lot of her time up, and um, and I'm really proud of Carmen Carrera. Um, I I really hope that you know she's she's doing you know uh, the community well the transsexual community justice and i believe she is she's a great asset and she's looking hot she's really is and i'm sure she's going to be turning flipping some heads in the lesbian community also (laughs) um what else has been going on um well uh six million dollar man you know since the last episode of uh of oral fix i you know i did that the whole thing about the bigfoot and and talked about how how I found out about Bigfoot when I was young through the six million dollar man, dollar man. Um, and I, I watched the whole episode that I rewatched it on YouTube. Which thank you YouTube. I mean I've been finding finding all these old episodes and movies um, there lately that I haven't seen in a long time. And man, you know I'm bringing up you know this episode of the six million dollar man because I didn't realize and it, I I just you know how sexual <laughs> the six million dollar man uh show was i mean every time he jumped anything he did there was a crotch shot there was always a focus on his crotch lee majors is hot and was hot i mean he's hot in his i don't know if he's hot now as an old guy but in his young in his youth he was really fucking hot i mean bearish hot and there was always this crotch shot, and I was just amazed. And I thought maybe you guys might want to know that. <laughs> Fringe surprised me, um, and I hope they don't kill off Olivia because this whole talk about Olivia last week, uh, the first part of the season finale uh, for season four of Fringe, was awesome. Yes, you guys must watch it if you haven't. I'll link. Um, a link thing to the show notes. Avengers broke the world's record and box office show. I guess it topped Avatar. That hasn't, you know, been seen yet. But I'll link that also. Galaxy S uh, Nexus. Um, no, the Samsung Galaxy S three came out this past week, and that is sexy. I love all these little new features. Like it, the phone recognizes your voice. And will unlock upon your voice or face recognition. Uh, that's something that no phone has, or the iPhone. And the um, it has like these this voice search activation, which is kind of like Siri, um, and it looks really hot. I don't know, maybe iPhone five. If, if it's not that hot, I'll go for the Galaxy S three, the Samsung Galaxy S three. Whoa! And my sister, when she came over, she showed me her Galaxy S two which is pretty hot and fast and zippy and and wide and big and felt good in my hand. Oh my god, I just can't wait, can't wait, can't wait to buy a new phone. Yeah. Um and Cyana Jamad, you know, my old my own phone right here. Cyana Jamad is on the verge of uh, releasing a new um update and I think it's going to be called Cyana Jamad uh 7 or 9 actually something like that 7 is the, the current one 9 is the new one which incorporates uh ice cream sandwich and I just can't wait for it because my rooted HCC Evo is just giving me problems and I just can't wait to get the new root and um for all the all of you guys out there who don't know uh Mars rover uh there's a new one that was launched back in December 
of last year. It's on its way to Mars. It's going to, uh, this rover is called Curiosity. And it's, let's see, there's a countdown on NASA's website. There's 91 days, 3 hours, and 59 minutes and 8 seconds until it lands on Mars. Can you believe that? And supposedly they rigged it with some more cameras and doodads so it can actually record everything that happens um, uh, on its descent uh, on once, once it lands on Mars. It's there to collect uh, more samples and readings of, of Mars, especially, um, uh, it's, I think it's going to go into some craters now um, that were viewed before in the previous rover that, that was there. And it's supposed to last a lot longer um, in terms of battery life. So I guess they're gonna, NASA's going to get more bang for its buck. Um, and it's going to, I guess, look into more water on Mars because the previous rover actually discovered that there, there was uh, um, water on Mars at one point in life. So, hey, I have a whole big show packed for you guys. Um, yes, this is the special birthday show, and I hope you enjoy it. Sniff and Scratch is next. Welcome back. That was Willie N. The song is called Peak. As usual, all the music that is featured on the Oral Fix podcast, most of them are free downloads. If not, then it's a really good price for you to purchase. <laughs> and those links are included in the show notes at www.oralfixpodcast.com and next in line is Scratch and Sniff. Sniff and Scratch. Sniff and Scratch. Sniff and Scratch is where I talk about anything and everything that I scratch in movies, tech, video, music throughout the week that I think that everyone here should be paying attention to. Um, And usually all new things. This week, my latest thing um, in the mobile world, mobile apps is uh, a game is called Drop 7, which is I'm kind of obsessed about now. Because <laughs> at first, it was pretty hard to get the use, the hang and use of it and, you know, what, would the, what the purpose was. Because the instructions are kind of, you know, they're not too clear, but they're understandable. 
if uh, you play the game and you read the instructions at the same time, at least for me. Uh, <laughs> and it's an Android game. I don't know if it's available on iPhone, but it's worth the check. Um, and I got it when Android uh, was having a special on the when it was called the, uh, I think it was the Apps Marketplace or the Apps Market. Android market market now it's Google Play and it it cost me ten cents but I believe it costs like nine ninety nine cents or two dollars it's worth it I uh, the my only thing with it is you know my problem with it is that it consumes too much of my battery's power for some reason it's a simple app I believe and every time I play it my battery just drains really quickly and I don't know what it is. You know, I play stuff like Robotech, and which is a pretty, you know, heavy, rich, dynamic uh, game, and and uh, it, it goes on the internet, and you know, you're 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 playing with tons of other people. So I, you know, I assume that that's going to drain my battery pretty quickly, which it does. But this is just like you know, almost like Connect Four, except that things are you know the numbers are bursting and they're popping out of these discs and it's pretty colorful the numbers and you know i don't know but it's worth a check and, and if you have like the motorola um droid uh razor the latest one then um you're not going to have a problem playing this game since that phone you know goes on forever but um you know one of the things i love about uh the google um app market which is called google play and also on iphone um but more so in uh, in google play is that i give a feedback and most developers they're listening these days you know some of them they give you an address that you can send your problems and bugs to but a lot of them now are not actually submitting an email address they're really reading your comments and your feedback like Facebook lately has been giving me tons of problems. And every time something happens, something breaks, which it has been often, the latest one really was a doozy. Um, you know, they, they read your feedbacks and they address them and, and you know, stuff works again. So drop seven, um, check it out. Also Bejeweled uh, 2 and Blitz. Um, I think I've spoken about those games on the podcast before. Um, but, uh, you know, something that I've been obsessed about on iPhone and I'm really upset and this is not really, a, you know, scratch, it's uh, sniff and scratch, but, uh, you know, it's something that I want on Android at least, uh, is Bejeweled Blitz and there's only Bejeweled 2 and I downloaded it and it's kind of cool, you know, it plays, but you, you, you don't get like, you know, the slot machine casino and the extra points and, you know, connecting you to Facebook on Android and it sucks. So I, re, you know, I asked Google Play to refund my money on that one. Uh, moving on to desktop applications, uh, the latest one that I downloaded and I love is the new Audacity, which I use for producing the podcast and editing it. And um, I love it. 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 I can't say enough about it. It fixed all the issues that uh, were happening in beta, which were a lot, uh, especially like crashing um, repeatedly. And I, you know, I'm just flabbergasted that the second one came out 
and it's working really good and it has all these tons of new features and effects go out and get it if you're a music fanatic um or want to produce a podcast <laughs> next is uh web apps uh yes web apps if for those of you who don't know and um are web uh applications web driven applications um, the first one that I didn't mention before, which is really an extension for Chrome, which I should have mentioned in previous podcasts, um, it's called Pixlator, and um, I love it, I love it, I love this app. Um, it's on my Android. Um, actually, I'm sorry, the name is Pixlr-O-Matic, and it's an extension, also an application, a web app on Chrome. And what it does is it, it has all these neat feature uh, filters that you can randomly apply to your photo. You upload the photo to the web app on your Chrome extension, and you play around with it. And once you get you know the right settings and the frame and the lighting and the color, then you could either share it on Facebook, just like the mobile app on Android, or you can uh, send it to. Uh, your Tumblr or, you know, your Twitter. It's so cool. And it's free. Yes, I said free. Uh, <laughs> uh, what other web apps have I been looking at? They're pretty cool. Um, cheap Stomatic gives you like a hip somatic type of feel also. It's a, that's a Chrome extension uh, for Chrome. And it's an app there. And um, uh aviary if you haven't checked it out it works it's similar like um photoshop and it also has these neat uh filters and effects and you can crop resize your photos you can do um you can take away the background you know you do all these aliases and selecting uh you, you can paint your background you can actually layer your photos check it out avery avery.com um and what else has been a really cool web app? You know, I taught a class uh, at the, my local public library on basic web design, and I gave them a lot of resources of um, online web applications that they could use in order to, for free, to build a website. And I'm going to list some here for you guys. Um, they're all driven with web applications that actually help you to build web pages and a website. Uh, starting first with Squarespace. They give you a 14-day trial, but once you sign on, which is a really minimal, like, they even cut down the prices recently. I believe it's uh, $10 is the lowest package a month. Um, you get unlimited bandwidth. You get unlimited space and storage space, up and down, download, upload. Um, the next package is $17, and you get a whole slew of plugins, social plugins, forms, uh, you can even export your website. I can't say enough about Squarespace.com. Uh, check them out. Also, Vistaprint. Someone in my class told me about Vistaprint. I thought Vistaprint was only for business cards, but supposedly now they host websites. Their packages aren't comparable to Squarespace, but something to check out. I went there and checked it out, and, you know, it looks pretty cool. You know, whatever floats your boat. If you have a Vistaprint account and you want to get into websites, you know, it's worth a try. I can't vouch for them, though. Uh, <laughs> Wix.com is, hot, you know, they, they, they're heavy on Flash, which a lot of people are moving away from Flash these days because it just taxes 
the central processing unit and graphics cards on computers and the life expectancy of the computer. So people are investing, developers, web developers, people like Apple also on iOS devices are and Google now are moving towards HTML5 because it renders and does a lot of the things that Flash does uh, without the Flash and heavy beating on the CPU on your computer. And um, Wix... You know, it has a lot of flash on it, but it's free. Um, They give you a nice little free package. You get all these templates. You can, you know, you can add and drop things without having to know anything of code. Um, And let me remind you, let me say also that Squarespace.com, you really don't need to know much code. But if you do know code, it's simple to inject it with Squarespace.com. Wix is the same thing. I, but, you know, I never really used it. I've actually fooled around with it and helped somebody with their website on there. So it seems pretty cool. Like, I would even do it. I even consider putting Oral Fix podcasts on that site. Uh, And by the way, everyone, I'm, you know, in a couple of weeks or so, or maybe in the next week to come, I will be moving the website from Blogger to Squarespace.com. So please bear with the changes. Um, Blogger is another place that you can create, and you know, it's not only for blogs, you can create an actual website on Blogger. If you Google uh, Blogger tutorials and shortcuts and and easy to do things um, in order to make a website and take away things that Blogger gives you in the beginning that kind of, you know, doesn't make it easy to build websites. Um, Blogger is so malleable and easy to change and and reset things and take away things either by code injection or taking away some code. Um, It's, you know, it's fun to use. The only thing is the downside with Blogger is that with all these updates and changes that Blogger, their Google team has been doing, they're not really good on letting people know when these changes transpire. And most of the times there's a lot of things that backfire that we I've talked about in the past on the podcast and um it's actually made my experience using Blogger pretty bad um overall. <laughs> it's free, but you know, if you just want a simple website or just a blog, I would recommend it. Also, other people use WordPress, which I really don't use it, but suppose you know, I find it hard. I don't find it very intuitive, but other, tons and tons and millions supposedly use it. Um, something you might want to check out. And then uh, <clears throat> last but not least, Tumblr.com. Yeah, Tumblr is you know up and coming, new, very popular now, uh, blog building uh, application website. And um, they give you an account for free. They're adding some pay features, which just are really minimum, which you really, you really don't need. Uh, and also again, you know, if you know code, it'll be, it's easy to actually set up web pages and, uh, make everything work for you, uh, as a website. Um, even Anderson Cooper has a, a Tumblr. A lot of people in the business like RuPaul's Drag Race has a Tumblr. Um, tons of move, you know, even Fringe has a Tumblr. Uh, One Girl Five Gays has Tumblr now because everyone's on there. It's so easy to use. And, uh, it's mostly like for artists and image and audio sharing not peer-to-peer but um you know people will post things and appears on your tumblr which is like a nudes feeds type of deal where you know things keep uh, popping up as people are posting kind of like a ticker so something to check out 
And what else? Now, in the mobile world, we have、uh, this new watch that popped out. <laughs> it, it, it makes me think of pop swatches, like if anyone ever heard of them. I think they're still around. They're a Swiss company.、Um, and they were really hot in the 80s, and they were kind of hot in the 90s. Um, but now, you know, there's this thing called a Pebble Watch, and the style of it reminds me of a Pops Watch. They're, they're nice and bold colors. The wristbands are made out of, out of some heavy but、um, porous type of uh, material, uh, rubber, actually, rubber or I don't know, flexible plastic.、Um, and they look really cool, and they sync with your Android and your iPhone device. Yeah, can you believe that?、Uh, you can actually Bluetooth and sync it. I think you could pick up calls through it. You can go through your email and through your music. So check it out. I, I'll be linking that also on the show notes. Android、um, supposedly has this, is working with developers, Android developers, to put Ubuntu on Android devices. Yeah, can you believe that? For the, those of you who don't know what or who Ubuntu is, Ubuntu, first of all, is an African word for Unity. And <clears throat> it's an operating system made by developers of Linux that、uh, made it free for anybody to use as an alternative source,、um, an open source,、uh, for people. To actually build computers or install it into their computers and have free access to software that is comparable and just as good as all these brand name、um, word processing and imaging uh, uh, software that, that are out there that are very expensive. It's, 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 it's amazing. It, you know, it was at、um, the Mobile World Congress. It was also, I think it was featured at CES, no, not CES. It was at the Mobile、uh, World Conference Convention in, in Madrid. And、um, it, it, was, it was beautiful to see in action. You, they, I think they put it on a Motorola X2.、Um, and you should see this in action. All, you, know, you, you connect it to a dock, it connects to your monitor. And all of a sudden, you have this computer experience.、Um, you can make and receive phone calls out of it. You can also、uh, make documents. And I don't know the extent of it yet because it's still in beta, but it's going to come out soon. And supposedly, giving, it's going to give iPhone a run for its money. And I don't know. Android now, it's, it might be winning me back. I might not buy the iPhone 5. I don't know. I'm like torn, guys.、Um, Help me out. <laughs> What do you think?、Uh, would you get an Android knowing that Ubuntu is going to come to Android, or would you get an iPhone? And iPhones aren't really doing that. You know, they're not allowing you to carry around your computer life on your phone, just, you know, just a portion of it. Hmm. Decisions, decisions. So, also,、uh, for those of you who are out there owning iPads,、um, If you're so fortunate to own one, <laughs> if you jailbreak your iPad or if you have a jailbroken iPad, there's an application called Quasar that brings the Windows experience, not Windows, Microsoft Windows, but Windows in terms of viewing、um, things in Windows,、uh, that experience to your iPad via. An app called Quasar、uh, that you can find in the Cydia Jailbreak, which is a jailbreak app store. 
and Cydia is known f- for really innovating uh, iPhones and iPads. Uh, where Apple, you know, has fallen short in bringing you experiences that you can't get if you don't break break your iPad or iPhone. So far, I think this app is only for iPad, but I'll be linking that to the show notes. Also, I ran across this thing called the Pop. <laughs> yeah, Pop, which is a uh, video a, a Pico video projector, which is a mini miniature uh, projector, which is very popular in the tech world now. And this gadget is for iPhones and iPods. I think it um, you can use it with a iPhone 3GS, uh, 4, and 4S. I don't think you could use it with an iPad, uh, but an iPod you can second and third generations. And um, and it's really cool. It's like this little brick of plastic, and you connect it to your iPhone, and and you can play movies on the wall. And you you can uh, share your YouTube videos, and and a couple of other things. It's kind of restricted to a couple, several things. Maybe they'll open it up to Netflix. Maybe I don't know. But I think it's really cool and worth it. Check you know checking out and the price as well. I believe it's. Um, let me see. It's about thirty bucks or something. I don't know, but it's it's really innovative. Actually, no, it's ninety nine dollars. <laughs> I wish it was thirty bucks, and I had an iPhone five, maybe. Um, iPhone. Another iPhone gadget that I came across is um, BitPlay's Snap Camera Case, which is so freaking cool. I think I may have seen it in the past. I just, I don't know. They might have revamped the design. But you snap the case on your iPhone 4S and it turns, and it makes it look like a, a DSLR or old-fashioned Pentax type of camera, which it, took, which it takes film. So freaking cool. And that, I believe, is about 40 bucks or so. Um, and it gives you a nice grip like it would on a regular camera and the, on the front end of the camera something to check out uh also there's this website called iLounge um that i recently discovered through cnet and they had their a gadget called ibats which is a three-in-one type of or four-in-one type of swiss knife gadget uh (laughs) it's a uh battery pack with a micro sd card and a SIM key to pop out your SIM from your iPhone. And this is all for iPhone. So something for you guys to check out. Next in Scratch and Sniff, there's uh, movies, Spider-Man, Batman, G.I. Joe Retaliation. All look freaking hot and good. Must, must, must watch the trailers if you haven't. Especially Spider-Man. I couldn't believe that this movie... I really didn't read much about Spider-Man. I was just, I just, I just been looking at, you know, like a picture book at only pictures and reading little things here and there. But this Spider-Man movie is supposed to tell the story of Peter Parker's parents or father. And, and it has a new... Well, not a new villain, but a villain that hasn't been seen yet, which is that lizard man. I, I don't remember his name, but something to check out now G.I. Joe Retaliation I can't believe that Bruce Willis is in it I you know this is something I didn't know until now until the latest um, trailer and I think it's gonna suck if he's in it I really do and I hope it doesn't because the last G.I. Joe movie movie was very very good Batman looks like there might be a room or an opportunity for Robin in it I don't know look at the trailer you tell me um Prometheus 
something that I blogged about. Um, it's, you know, the guy who directed and wrote uh, the Aliens movies with Sigourney Weaver uh, is actually made a new movie, which looks so fucking good. And it's supposed to kind of bridge the movies, but it's not supposed to be a continuation. It's supposed to be maybe a little bit of a prequel. And I don't know how this is going to work out, but again, the androids are back. And um, this time it's not Bishop. This this time the guy is called Wayland or something. The Wayland two thousand X or I don't know what it is, but he it, it just looks so cool. And they build this whole like marketing scheme around it, where the new trailers are more like commercials for Wayland Enterprises. And the website itself, if you go there, uh, I think it's WaylandEnterprises dot com. You actually are you feel like you're in the future at Wayland and Enterprises and it gives you a glimpse of all the new technology that they're working on and their um, new mission to this new planet where where life supposedly has started and that's you know the whole um, premise of the story of this new movie in YouTube land I discovered as I was watching the six million dollar man episodes uh, the man from Atlantis the pilot Oh my God, with Patrick Duffy from the 70s. Holy crap. I haven't watched it yet, so I'm going to probably watch it after I make the podcast and publish it. But I think it's a must watch because he's really cute. And I used to love as a kid watching him like swim. Like he was swim kind of like a mermaid like, like dolphin. <laughs> and I think this was like their take on Aquaman back then. So that's a really cool watch, and that's the whole entire you know pilot. So I'll, I'll link that. Also, I discovered two Batman series that are fan based, and um, one is called Batman City of Scars on YouTube, and Batman Death Wish. Both of them look really cool, but Batman Death Wish, um, the Batman there, it looks really hot. So um, I'll recommend these <laughs> these two to you guys. And uh, last in uh, for scratch and sniff, uh, sniff and scratch, <clears throat> a bit of dyslexia there, is uh, Florence. Uh, well, this is the music portion of sniff and scratch, and Florence and the Machine uh, did a song for the movie Snow White and the Huntsman, which hasn't come out yet. It was supposed to come out, I think, in the winter, or was it the summer? I don't know. I did a couple of blog posts about it. And I think it's going to be really cool now because I've seen a little more scenes and I'm linking this video to the show notes. They did the song Breath of Life and they did a small interview with uh, Florence and also with the directors and the cast uh, people, uh, the casting people of the movie Snow White and the Huntsman. And they talked about uh, the song Breath of Life and the movie as well and, and just having Florence and Machine playing um you know, being part of the soundtrack for the movie. So um, I, 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 yeah, I recommend it watch for any of you guys who are fans of Florence and the Machine. Nikki and the Dove released something new called a new song, Taylor. I can't wait for this album to come out. Supposedly they're sending a free copy to the Oral Fix. And those of you guys who've been following Nikki and the Dove, if you're fans of hers, then um, stay tuned for a contest in the future for a giveaway. Also, I ran into um, the, a, a site called Sparkle, and it's all about design, but they have a section, a podcast section, section for music, and it's really cool, so it must check out. And that con- concludes the whole segment for Sniff and Scratch. I'm going to leave you off with some music, and we'll be right back for some Go Ask Alice. 
Welcome back. That was Crystal Castles. The song called Vietnam. Cool track, which I found on Tumblr. Thank you, Tumblr. <laughs> I don't know who actually put it on Tumblr, but I was like, wow, this is really cool. I need to play this on the oral fix. And there it goes. Next, go ask Alice. So, this is Go Ask Alice. This is a segment where, one, you can either ask me anything you'd like about the paranormal, or I introduce you to the paranormal, or if you want to share paranormal stories. <laughs> yeah, um, paranormal, metaphysics, you know, you name it. And also where I do either a weekly or monthly uh, reading for the week or the month. And for the month, I have here a card that I pulled out um, out of the, which, as many of you know, I'm also a tarot reader. Uh, I read with the Mayan tarot deck. And this is based on the Mayan calendar. Uh, and many of you know that I am an American Indian of the Daino Arawak Nation. And I would like to offer this part of myself to the gay community lesbian, transgender, you name it, whoever is listening. But this reading here is specifically for you listeners of the LGBT community. And uh, <clears throat> what I pulled out for the month for everyone to focus on is uh, the card center. And the center is actually either, it really goes back to the center of being, the center of our galaxy, which is the Milky Way, the center of our soul, the center of our star-born being. And this card heralds a message of not so much focusing, but actually staying still, being so still enough to actually feel the earth move have you ever like lay down on grass and just closed your eyes and felt kind of kind of like the earth move if you haven't i recommend you guys doing that it's a great great exercise you know just lay down flat either in your apartment your home preferably grass on a sunny day <laughs> and close your eyes and for the next five minutes or so just try to feel the earth move and just picture the earth moving in the solar system around the sun and then try to picture that solar system our solar system moving in the great expanse of the milky way and just you know practice that for the next month or so you know whenever you feel this month of may is going to bring a lot of 
um, things into light and some of it you're not going to like, some of it you're, you're just not going to be able to focus on and you might want to, you know, most of it, it's going to pertain about yourself, things that are all about you and you want to run away from it, you want to drink too much, or you want to spend too much time watching TV, you know, pulling yourself away from yourself. You want to bring yourself back to yourself and just face yourself during this month of May. And, you know, your demons might haunt you, your, your, you know, the lower self may want more sex or may want more arguments or may want, you know, just to retreat and isolate. Bringing yourself back to center doesn't mean to isolate. It means to actually find harmony within yourself, to really find yourself, to be at one with yourself and the rest of the universe around you. So, you know, if you find yourself in a lot of negativity or you find yourself in a place where you can't face yourself, always go back to somebody that you can rely on to actually bring you there or hold your hand, so to speak, or actually, you know, give you some words of wisdom or comfort to really ground yourself. You know, that could be a book also, that could be meditating. Um, But the idea is to actually be at one with yourself and your thoughts and take like, you know, some type of, you know, happy-go-lucky attitude about this. Like, make it an adventure. Make it something that's not going to be a chore. Don't look at it as a chore. The more you do, the less that this will work for you, this advice. Uh, And for the week, for this upcoming week, uh, many of us are probably going to be faced with a lot of fear, fear of the unknown. There might be something that's going to happen in the week to come that's going to just shock your world, um, rough your feathers, and just put you in a place of fear. And and you're going to feel like there's no light in the end of the tunnel. Um, and that's signified by the card of night, Akbal. And my favorite saying to everyone who gets this card is that if you feel like you're at the end of the tunnel, well, there is no light at the end of the tunnel and you're in this dark tunnel um, where fear mostly grows um, and negatives, (laughs) you want to actually think about you being the light. And this goes back to the card of center. You know, if you just, and you can take this and roll with it, you know, not only for the week, but for the rest of the week. When you start feeling like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, turn on the light. You are the light. You must become the light. So if you're stuck in the closet, you don't know how to tell somebody something, and you can't come out, or you just don't have the energy to do it, or you just don't know how, you have to turn on the light. And how do you turn on the light? Again, go to somebody you trust, talk to them, find a way to do this, find a way to do that, inspire yourself, get, you know, affirmation books, you know, go to that one good person that, you know, that can actually bring you, you know, to a place of becoming enlightened. And that's what, you know, the card night is all about is actually pushing you to the light to, you know, to, to that brink where you become the light. And you actually become enlightened. So that concludes the tarot reading aspect of Go Ask Alice. Next, we have, um, which is going to actually, it's kind of synonymous with this reading here, these two readings. 
the there's this guy called Greg Braden who's I think he's been around since the 70s or some or something you know studying uh, philosophy and the paranormal and metaphysics um, actually metaphysics I don't think he's studied the paranormal but this borders on along the sides along the sides of the paranormal um, he put a documentary out several years ago called the science of miracles and he goes into talking about how there were a lot of experiments on quantum theories and quantum realities that connected um, us as physical beings to the spiritual aspects of life. And things that were proven in science, actually, um, and one of the major things that, you know, enlightened me was how we as just molecules of DNA leave an imprint behind in the quantum reality of, you know, this expanse, this space called life, you know, this dimension called life, this 3D dimension. And what gets left behind and let's say you know if i leave my room right now and stop doing this podcast i remove myself from the seat and if you put um some type of x-ray type of light onto i think they use uv rays um and looked at my seat you would see like these little particles called photons floating around (laughs) and um you know he pushed it further uh, with other studies that the military conducted and found that um, we as, you know, these sentient beings actually can, we have the ability, our hearts have the ability to connect to one another through energy. And, you know, if we think something about someone, that energy gets transferred to that person. Um, somebody came and sat in my seat after I did the podcast they would have the ability of sitting in the seat and actually sending me love or sending me negativity. And so something to think about, um, I, I'm going to link this to the show notes. Go right ahead if you're interested. Click that play button. I guarantee you, you won't be disappointed. You yourself will be enlightened. I just love the way that this is just flowing, how this is just connecting. This this is so right because I actually pulled out the cards before I even went on to speak about, you know, this documentary. <laughs> and last but not least to just cap this segment is uh fringe um you know, fringe deals with metaphysics, quantum realities, uh multi universes. And one of their episodes, I think it was from season two, I believe, or season three. Um, uh, it's number 6B. It's season two, I believe it was. So uh, episode 6B introduced this couple where, you know, on one universe, you know, the red, un- the blue universe, this old lady lost her husband. And she kept on weeping and sobbing over her dead husband. Um, or I think it was the husband the other way around. I don't know. But, you know, on the other universe, the let's say the husband was on the other universe and he was, you know, he was actually mourning his wife and, you know, he couldn't get over her loss on that side of the universe, on that universe, which is the red universe. And both of the, the both of the sorrows of these two people were um, linking them and the universes together and creating like this dim- dynamic 
uh, earthquake um, and realm shift everywhere around, you know, wherever they were living, um, especially in the blue universe. And it was up to Olivia and Peter to actually figure this all out. This all, all of this out. You know, what it came down to and what it boils down to is actually Greg Braden's, you know, theories that he uh, enlightened us with in his documentary. And I think it's amazing. And, and, and I believe this is exactly what Fringe is working up to. Um, oddly enough, Fringe, the last episode for the, you know, the, the whole television series is going to be on December 12th, 21st. 2012 of this year which in the mayan calendar is supposedly everyone thinks is the end of the world which is not it's actually a reset button it's a shift it's a shift of energy and um and you know i i i think that this is just you know it's, it's incredible what quantum reality is and the the dynamics of physics and something worth checking out so i'm going to link that also on the show notes and that concludes go ask alice Nikki and the Dove. The song is called Taylor from the 2009 Island Sessions. Yeah, that's the track that I spoke about uh, during Sniff and Scratch. So that concludes this episode of The Oral Fix. I was going to throw in an extra segment, but I think I was going to go over my allotted time. Well, what I like to think as the marking time of an hour. <laughs> yeah, with this new podcast, I've been trying to actually cut down the time and give you guys a full hour show like other podcasts do. So before I get into the goodbyes, I would like to um, actually explain the intro of <laughs> today's podcast. Uh, we did this, I did this whole thing with R2-D2 and the Star Wars theme in the background. And that's because on my birthday, I found out that May 4th uh, is actually a day that Star Wars Star War fans celebrate Star Wars, the whole saga, <laughs> the slew of movies and uh, novels and everything, because um, it's easy for them to say, may the 4th be with you, instead of may the 4th be with you. A play on words. <laughs> and with that... 
Um, I'm also going to uh, give you guys a little more in-depth um, uh, info about Carmen Carrera and what I was talking about earlier about that show she, um, she was going to, I got a press release for that she, she actually appeared on. Um, she played herself and um, on the ABC show, which is like this kind of like reality, reality type of show called what would you do where they test people they put cameras you know behind the scenes and they test people on different type of um stereotypes and and get their reactions you know play sucking them into seeing exactly how they react in real everyday life and they they're known for having like the gays on there and gay situations and this this time they have carmen and um and it's it's a must watch. I'm not going to tell you too much about it. I'm going to link the episode, which actually starred, uh, well, actually uh, aired May fourth at 10 p.m. on my birthday, and I haven't seen it yet. So um, go out and see it. Um, she also, you know, which I'm going to do a post on this for this week. Um, she quote, you know, she's been quoted saying, "I am now in the long process of transitioning from male to female." Hmm. I would love to get Carmen on. Come on. <laughs> David, we need Carmen. Hopefully we'll get her soon on the podcast. All right. So that concludes this episode 44 of The Oral Fix. Remember, uh, you can send in your feedback, any questions about paranormal, about relationships, about uh, sex, um, you know, uh, anything we've talked, I've talked about, or maybe in the past um, that we've talked about on the podcast, uh, you can address. Also, if you'd like to share your stories, please call it in at 646-504-3491 or write it in at oralfixpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also, you know, pre-record it yourself and send it as an MP3 or a WAV format. And uh, you can listen to the archives and past episodes of The Oral Fix in its entirety at www.oralfixpodcast.com. You can follow my daily rantings and whereabouts on Get Glue. <laughs> Henry M. Diaz at Get Glue. Uh, if you like, you could follow my Instagrams my, at Instagram, Henry, Henry M. Diaz. Um, you can follow the Oral Fix podcast on Facebook and listen to it on Facebook. Facebook.com backslash the Oral Fix podcast. And now I'm going to leave you with my favorite personal all time electronic before electronica was even a genre in music uh a group called orbital uh they came out like i think right after the orb became very popular and i like to feature their latest track called never which is um a pre-release track a free track to their album called wonky i hope you have a great week and be safe Stay enlightened and centered. (laughs) Take care, y'all.